Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Monday, everyone. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia in the studio today. We got Julia's random thoughts coming up, Hollywood speak, and more news on Adele. That oh, is yes, we correct. Did. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, no problem. I'm so glad we had sunny skies before daylight savings time for Project Down and Dirty. That was really like fun to be out there and look out our pretty oh, window. Right. I forget how pretty that Hastings. It's so pretty down there. Yeah, it know? is. It was lovely, and the and even though the trees have kind of all gone and through they the were, stuff, they're was, still pretty. Yeah, there was still a lot, so it was just kind of felt nice to like get out on the road, you know, so broadcast fun. from the I road. Know. Okay, so I we have a notable life, uh, okay, to remember, and uh, depending on your age, you'll know what TV show that I'm talking about. But uh, the person whose uh, life we're remembering is Margaret York, and she was a homicide detective who helped inspire the 1980s Emmy-winning police drama, Cagney and Lacey. Yes. And she rose became, she became, she became the highest-ranking woman in the L.A. Police Department. She died October 17th at an L.A. hospital. She was 80 years old. The cause was a series of illnesses that her husband, her second husband, Judge Lance Ito, who Stop. gained national really? Him? From, prominence from the O.J. Simpson for, case. Yeah, oh, wow. York met Ito in late 1980 when he was a deputy district attorney in L.A. Both had been called to the scene of a homicide at three in the morning. I just think of the closer, you know. Oh, yeah. They met over a dead body, Ito said, recalling that he'd been impressed with her, but she hadn't paid him any attention at all. They crossed paths a couple months later in 1981, and within less than a year of their first meeting, they were married. Oh, I love that story. But in almost four decades with the LAPD, Margaret York broke numerous glass ceilings, and in 2000 was the first woman to be named deputy chief, making her the highest ranking right. woman on the force. While working homicide in the 1970s, she was paired with Detective Helen Kidder. Mainly, both of them said, because the men in the department didn't want to work with the woman. So this left them so they, partners by default. Now, right. this is the 70s. Right. Much more sexist time. Oh, can you even imagine? And it inadvertently created a groundbreaking team of an all-female homicide unit. By right. 1980, they were attracting attention for their crime-solving skills in L.A., which included helping to find the perpetrators of a notorious series of slayings on the Sunset Strip. All this proved irresistible to TV producers who took the rare combo of two female detectives um, in L.A., but they made it, moved it to New York, um, made it be the New York Police Department, glammed them up, came up with Cagney and Lacey. And in the show, just as in real life, the women battled sexism on the force just as much as they fought crime. Tyne Daly played Mary Beth Lacey, mm-hmm. who's the character based on Margaret York. Oh, okay. Okay, and Sharon Glesser 
uh, who played Christine Kerr, uh, Kegney played the other woman, this Margot Kidder. And that was on for 1981 to 88. It won lots of Emmys. Kegney and Lacey. It was on forever. Forever, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Margot or uh, Helen Kidder said, we were big news because nowhere else in L.A. County were women working homicide. She said, for a time, we were known for having the department's highest rate of solving crimes and extracting confessions. These people either look at us as a mother figure or they think we're too stupid to know what to do with the information. And they were so good at getting confessions because they actually listen. We didn't start putting words in their mouths. We would give people the chance to tell their story of their crime. And Margaret, and I bet it was off putting to see these women, you know, kind of in their 40s, whatever, you know, like. Relaxed. Well, they've already been in their 30s. Well, their 30s, but kind of tell me what you did. And they'd be like, well, yeah. whatever. Here's really what went down. And Margaret York, whose life we're remembering, she was not thrilled with the series, telling the LA Times in 1982 that in its earliest iteration, Cagney and Lacey, said, Lacey depicted two women trying to do exactly what men do rather than showing the special skills and attributes that women could bring to the police force. But the show did contribute to this whole National conversation fueled by sex discrimination, suits and consent degrees and about whether women should were even qualified to be police right. officers or homicide detectives. Doesn't that seem amazing, Brian? That's, That's amazing. Amazing yeah. to me. Um, even after the show was overhauled and started winning awards after its first two years, Margaret rarely watched it. Uh, Judge Ejo said she was a mother and a busy professional. And um, she just only retired like in 2002. So well, 18, she, oh. 18 years, years ago, ago, but she was 80. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah. she'd been in there for a long time. And she originally got into it because she was a single mother of three. And she got, she was a civilian radio telephone operator for the police um, academy in 1965. And then she decided to go to the police academy. Wow. And then she became an officer in 1968. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And back then, women could only work desk jobs or in jails. You got the lowest level detective work. You couldn't go beyond sergeant. And you could only supervise other women. And she helped change the culture. Because women now are eligible Margaret for all York. ranks. Margaret York. Oh, that's so That's pretty cool. incredible. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. yeah I, and so- I love that she married... Judge Ito, and that yes. they met over a dead body. It's like something that happened to Brenda Lee on The Closer. It totally. That, I love that show, The oh, Closer. That was so good. Yeah. That was a good show. That was a good show. And that was a good homicide unit. Well, Harry Bosch, you know, oh, Hollywood homicide. It. We need a new, Yeah, those were. Oh. Yeah. All, all right. right. So, Thank anyway. You. All right. Well, that was a good one, Laura. All right. When we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts with Julia. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. So here is the deal, you guys. Um, Today is... Huh? Today is today. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. Today is today. So today is International Tongue Twister Day. And you know how good um, I am with the English l- language in general. Mm-hmm. So really on a day like today, I really am going to challenge myself to do some tongue twisters. 
And I have some for you as well, Lori. Well, we just had one. What How one? can a wet wing have a dry rub? <laughs> I know that was I mean, a that very... was a tongue twister. You can't say dry rub if you say wet wings dry rub. It will always come out wub. <laughs> it, it, it will. So those are some tum- tongue twisters there that yeah. I'm handing you. Okay, so um, you Sally sells seashells by the. You know, you can end up saying bad words with some of these. S well, words. we're not going to. Let's not do that one. He threw three. Free throws. throws. Read the next one, Laurie. Betty bought a butter but the butter bought bitter was Betty, so Betty bought a better butter, and it was better than the butter Betty bought before. That was a good one. <laughs> huh? That's a good one. <laughs> I have one blurb or two. Is it harder to toot or to tutor two tutors to toot? Oh, good Lord. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Say that one, Lori. Uh, is it harder to tutor to tutor to toot to tutor to toot? <laughs> <laughs> that one's a hard yeah, one. That's a hard one. Um, I like New York, unique New York. I like unique New York. That one didn't seem that hard, did it? Yeah, don't do that Fred, Fed, Ted, Brad. Don't do that one because I feel like a bad word's going to come out of your mouth. <laughs> okay, a skunk sat on a stump and thunk the stump skunk. But the stump skunk thunk the skunk. Yeah, these are hard. Yeah, they're hard. Mm-hmm. Anyway, when's the last time you you've done a tongue twister? On Wednesday right? night, except for with that. Wednesday <laughs> you, night, you is did, when I did it. ordering wings. Well, ordering wings. wings. Yeah. Ordering wings. Okay, so if you had a piece of butter on a toast and a piece of toast, and you dropped it on the floor, so you have a piece of toast and you put your butter on it and you drop it on the floor, it falls butter off the counter. Down. Which one's going to land up right? Uh, it's going to land butter side down, probably. Brian, I would say the same. Butter side down. Mm-hmm. Because at table height, it usually only has time to execute a half, a half a of roll. somersault. <laughs> it lands on the floor, and before falling, your toast is usually butter side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very unfortunate. Uh, isn't it? Um, okay, so this is um, something, you know, we talked about you wanted the gingerbread flavored creamer, Lori. Oh, so bad. So bad. I'm sure it's out there. It's Did we talk about powder. Gin- you can get a coffee mate. Powder gingerbread creamer, yet to see anyone make a delicious gingerbread creamer like they used to. You know the liquid. Yes. Yeah. Sounds good. Doesn't oh, it sound so good? good. Yeah. If you like that gingerbread, which is who doesn't like that? Flavor? No, I I like it. I just have been the cream straight cream girl, but I I could go in for some sweets in the coffee little, just for a little a something splash of something, something different. I think it'd be kind of fun. Okay, so did you guys remember the chocolate fountain phenom? When everywhere you'd go, they you know the big events yes. and everything. There was a yes. chocolate fountain. You'd have the fruit plate or the angel oh, yeah. food cake plate, yes. and you dip and dunk and dip and dunk. Yeah. Now this year's trend is is the gravy fountain. Oh, that. oh, gross! Really? I know, right? Well, it depends on what they have, I guess, for you to dunk it, through the gravy. Just like meat and potatoes meat, or yeah. something, fries? Mm-hmm. Well, you would have, it's for Thanksgiving, so you would, you know, you would have the fountain going, and you could, you know, messy. dunk in your turkey mm-hmm. or get your dressing or anything like that. This it's, doesn't seem COVID good. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. Get rid no of COVID. No double dunking in your fountain, that's it. No, you can't yeah. double dunk, but it's, it's if you want to get, the gravy fountain if someone wants to play a funny joke on someone, but I bet it could work for chocolate or anything else. Yeah. Don't you think? I, I don't know. Six sixty nine dollars. My first initial I agree with uh uh Brian. It sounds disgusting the idea of a gravy fountain. I mean just go with the original. 
yeah. what it was meant for. You know, the chocolate, chocolate. the yeah. chocolate fountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, can you believe? Okay, I was listening to um, the Stephanies this weekend mm-hmm. on Let's Dish here on Good Old My Talk, um, and they said this year's trend because Stephanie had every food magazine possible that she bought this month to just look at what are the latest trends in decorating and Thanksgiving and yeah. food. And what, what do you they? think is the biggest trend? Uh, candles. Salad. Salad. Oh, for crying out loud. That's the big boom right now? Uh-huh. And we had Salad Gate many years ago in our, in our family. Mm-hmm. It was probably five years ago at yeah, least that, we had salad that Lori was assigned to bring a salad and she threw a hissy fit. Salad is where you give people no. you don't like. No, we love salads in our family. Yeah. We like the good ones. And then you ended up making a salad, and you're like, I, I was a genius. The, Everyone made, loved me because I, I made the salad. I made, made the best salad. She, she, what are you, an aggressive complainer? What do you call yourself? I'm an, an aggressive and assertive complainer. She is mm. about about stuff. And then she ends up loving it, and, and everyone loved, loved it. it. But and salads are the <laughs> salad when when you when you give someone salad, I just feel like you're like looking down your nose at them. I disagree. I think it means you love someone because it takes more time to chop and cut and make things and how is else. that assigning a person a salad a sign of love? No, making a salad for someone is a sign of love. People don't like to make them. Right. Okay, the Dayton's project. Um, you know, they've been renovating the downtown. What is it? Okay, I'm going to tell you about it. It's the, the downtown Minneapolis Dayton store store is going to celebrate the past and the future in a grand opening. And it's going to be opening November 18th to the public. Um, and 33 local makers are installed in the project. Mitch Berthium, who we both know, she was part of the team. She led the team in putting together all the local makers that are going to have um, shops. So it's a, okay, it's a bunch of stores. It's a bunch within of stores within the space, but they're also having beautiful retail space there. They're going to have office space there. Right. They're going to have a workout facility there. Restaurants. I don't know about food. the restaurants, but I'm sure there will be food there. Mm-hmm. But they also want us to know that the Christmas windows are coming back. Oh yay! Decorations on both the Skyway level and the first floor on the corner of Eighth and Nicollet, and they're going to also feature a display of all the Santa bears. Shout out to our friend. You know who you are, Mr. Santa Bear, Bill. Mm -hmm. And um, they're excited about bringing the windows back. They didn't do anything last year because of the pandemic. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So they're very excited. So that's going to be something kind of cool to go see um, downtown Minneapolis. Good. Yeah. And that's going to open on the 18th of November. 
if you're looking for something to do, Laureen. Um, what else do I know about anything? What do you think is the... Is pers- that a rhetorical question, or would you like <laughs> Brian like, and I to Brian, try and fill you in answer the that? answer? Um, why don't you answer that? Mm-hmm. Your what hurts? What? No, nothing. Right. <laughs> Good, for Good for you. They're saying, you know, we just moved back our clocks, but it's still, we're having shorter days. Shorter day, days will keep getting shorter and it gets darker earlier. And um, seasonal... Affective, Affective disorder. disorder is starts now, mm-hmm. and it's called sad, but it's when, you know, the days are shorter and you have less sunlight. So um, I don't know how you feel about it, but we've talked about coffee, and like you said, you shouldn't drink it after 4 o'clock. It'll keep you up or whatever, but they're saying coffee is just something that does help people in the afternoons. If you don't have a sleeping issue yeah. to make you feel I less, wish. I love coffee. It doesn't affect me. I drink it. Yeah, it does. It affects it does. the color of my teeth. Yeah, well, everybody. That's know. that's where I see it affecting Nobody us the most. Nobody gets out coffee or tea or red wine. It really no one gets off free in those, do they? Mm-mm. And you really, I what were we watching when one of the housewives was drinking wine, red wine, and all of a sudden you just saw their teeth go brown, yeah. and you're like, yeah, wow. Was well, she didn't know about having the piece of cheese trick? You put the cheese over your teeth, or no? But every oh. you do, like you have, and then you just kind of rub the rub cheese the cheese on your teeth, your teeth. like a mouth guard, a white cheese. Oh, so it's really attractive it's, when you yeah. excuse you me, could people do it with your girlfriends. Yeah, you could put in what your napkin doing? and just be wiping your mouth. But I'm just rubbing cheese against yeah. my teeth yeah. to get rid just of the red stain. Mozzarella. Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing something? with those pieces of brie coming off your front teeth? Trying to drink red wine. <laughs> just keep, keep twined to doing red wine. There you go. That's another one. Another That's one. That's another one. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. This is Lori and Julia, and we'll be right back. Every time. Here's your boyfriend giving on. I do love heartbreak you. Heartbreak anniversary. Oh, kind of a good, sexy, it slow is. song. It is. <laughs> um, SNL this weekend. Um, one of my favorite new regular skits is the Dionne Warwick yes. talk show with, um, uh, I forget what the gal's name is, Ego. I can't think of her last name, but she plays Dionne Warwick. And she, she said, uh, she interviewed like uh, Jason Mraz, who was played by uh, Kieran Culkin, and kind of asking like Dion does in her Twitter thing. She's like, "What's with the hat?" You know? And yeah. He's Jason. I was born. I came out of the womb with this hat right. on. And Miley Cyrus hat, right? was played by Chloe Fineman, really good. Post Malone was Pete Davidson, and then Ed Sheeran, um, who appeared as himself. But um, then. She's like, I. she says, you know, I'm sick and tired of interviewing people who aren't icons. I'd like to please welcome me. And in comes the real Dionne Warwick. Oh, it was that's kind of so, fun. That's pretty cool. It was so cute. And I mean, you know, she's like, should we sing a song to the people? I don't know. Do they deserve it? I mean, Dionne Warwick is in her element as the snarky great auntie of Twitter. Because we had her in this studio, and she was terrifying. She was terrifying, scared the crap out of us. She is very no-nonsense. She's exactly the way she is. She does not... um, She's got no time for fools. And when Julia introduced her as Whitney Houston's aunt, that would be Dionne Warwick having no time for fools because she's Whitney's cousin. Oh. 20 years older. Right, but all At the least. same. Yeah, I know. No, it was cousin. so painful. It was, oh, Brian, I just wanted to crawl oh, under. Oh, my gosh. It Can't was, even imagine. Oh, yeah. no, it was painful. It was horrible. 
Uh, so anyway, it was just, that was really, really a cute thing. And then we got a sneak peek, courtesy of our buddy, Roger Friedman, about, you know, Adele was in London over the weekend playing at the Palladium, doing a recorded, I mean, this is going to be a huge thing when her album comes out November 30th, because she taped something that's going to air in the UK. Oh, got it. Okay. okay, got it. And a couple weeks ago, she taped at the Griffith Observatory. In LA. This fancy, you know, thing This special is going to be something. Oh, yeah, the CBS special. So listen to this. So if you love her singing Chasing Pavements, you're not getting that song. Uh, the CBS special, November 14th. It's called Adele One Night Only. One Night there, Only. There one are night 10 only. songs featured over the two-hour special. Okay. And um, she's going to sing some songs, of course, from 30. We also know she's going to sing Hello, When We Were Young, Rolling in the Deep, Someone Like You. She does a Bob Dylan cover called Make You Feel My Love. Oh, gosh. And she will also. That's a great song. She will also sing the James Bond Skyfall song, which is hers. Oh, nice. And then there'll be a lot of gabbing with Oprah. Right. Who will call her the best singer of all time. And they will walk through. And Barbara Streisand will send her a text and say, Excuse me, the second best. (laughs) They will walk Mm -hmm. through gardens, and Adele will use the F word a lot, sounding like Eliza Doolittle before Henry Higgins got to her. Uh, Oprah will ask Adele who, uh, you know, her boyfriend is and who her interior designer is. And Adele will say, Oh, darling, I did it all myself or something like that. Right. And anyway. So that's what we know about what's happening at that show. So be no, I think we know I, the ten songs. No, well, I will they all be sprinkled in? Will we see like the show and then it'll go to Oprah? I don't know. Yeah. Will they have music at the beginning or the end to keep people there through the whole two hours? I have no idea, I but no I think idea. it's going to be good. You know, um, this Wednesday night is the American Music Awards or something like that. Um, CME, it's the Country Country Music Awards. Yeah. It's this Wednesday night. So um, there's um, someone, Dirk Bentley, you know him, the country singer? Mm -hmm. He's been nominated for Male Vocalist of the Year nine times, but has never won. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Um, And he said, he said, wouldn't it be nice to win? And in a recent interview, he was joking that he's been telling people for years that he's so much of a better singer than Chris Stapleton. And if he wins, he'll prove that he's right, and he's just joking about it. But so there's all this country news coming up. Taylor yeah. Swift is redoing Red, the album. Yeah, she moved that to not coincide with Adele. With Adele, release. right? And but um, Eric Church and Taylor Swift know each other, so Taylor Swift owes her first big tour to Eric Church. Eric Church was touring on the 2006 tour with Rascal Flatts mm-hmm. as the opening um, band. But apparently, he went on too long. He would sing too many songs, went on too long, and actually got fired from the tour from Rascal Flatts. And that's when they hired Taylor Swift. So, no, Rascal um, Flatts got fired. Or Eric got fired. Eric Church got fired from the Rascal Flatts tour, and then they hired Taylor Swift. That's how Taylor Swift got her first break. So he was... What, what, am I saying something wrong? Oh, I thought she was like found on MySpace or something. She, Right? She was, but this was her first big tour break. Oh, was okay. with um, how does Eric Church give her a break if he's the one who hired her, but he got it's a, fired? It's a joke. Oh. He says I gave Taylor Swift her first break. 
because he got fired. Oh, and then she it. gave him a... It, that was the part of the first, story you weren't really telling. I know. And then he gave... <laughs> you were trying to make it seem her, like I'm like, I'm not following no. this. And then he gave her... She gave him a, a gold album, her first gold album. Anyway, these two have a joke. But anyway, the country thing is happening. Do you think anyone's going to watch it? Well, people watch that show. I don't like it that Luke Bryan is hosting it. I really liked when Carrie, Carrie Underwood, Underwood and oh, yeah. Brad Paisley did it. I think that Luke Bryan is like, he's so milk toast for me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is he the one that's on American Idol? American Idol. That's probably why, because it's an ABC property. Yeah. This year. He's so golly, geez, Williker Ernest. It kind of just, ugh. <laughs> Golly gee. Yeah. Willica Ernest. <laughs> Say that in a sentence. Golly right. gee, Willica Ernest. You know who you are. <laughs> now, Dancing with the Stars is going to play all Janet Jackson music right. tonight. So oh, nice. Someone will dance to Black Cat. Uh-oh. Someone will Nasty Rhythm again? Nation. Well, that was kidding. Black Cat is kind of her, like, hard rock yeah, that was, song. Yeah. But anyway, they have a lot to choose from. But of course, it's not original music. It's the band. Right. Playing uh, it. Playing it. But um, it's double elimination tonight. Who's going home tonight? Olivia Jade and... The Peloton guy. Yeah, he's still there, right? Yeah, I think he is still there. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I mean, I just realized that finally last week that he was the Peloton guy. I never... I I look... I finally Googled him because we're getting down to the end. Remember when we were talking about baby names, that the Peloton names are hot names and... Oh, the instructors? Yeah, the instructor names are... So Cody, is that a popular one? Cody. Mm Mm-hmm. Those those were making the hot new name list for uh, new babies. Well... Mm Mm-hmm. Gracie and Frankie fans got their wish after pestering and pestering Netflix or Netflix... Coming up with a good idea, Dolly Parton is going to be on the final season of Grace and Frankie. The whole season? Well, I don't know. We don't know anything. I doubt it. Right. But you never know what part they've got. They've been, fans have wanted it for years because, you know, these two are the girlfriends and their longtime husbands leave the ladies for each other. Oh, really? That's the premise. Yes, that's of, the premise for the show. Yeah. And I watched one season. Yeah, so did I. My mom loves this show. So did she my mom. loves, loves, loves it. But she's going to reunite. But it sounds like it's just going to be one episode. Okay. We don't know if she's playing herself or she's going to play. I hope they have her play like, you know, some, you know, lady. Long that, friend or something. Yeah, a something friend of theirs like that. Is in town that they haven't seen forever. That's, that's kind of yeah. wild. I think that'd be fun. You know, that so, would be fun. I mean, think of how long ago nine to five was. My lord! Oh, I know it. You know what show I just totally watched eight episodes of, and I or nine episodes of this weekend. What? I have one episode left. I left on the cliffhanger. Outer Banks. Oh, on Netflix. Do you watch that show? No, but no. I've just been hearing so many good things about it. All my friends watch it. Yeah, I've it's on my it. list. It's, it's on my list. Te- you know, Julia, it's like it's one a high of my teenage show. drama shows, and it's about the poor kids versus the rich kids, and it's the Outer Banks of South Carolina, and our one guy from Nashville is in it. Yeah, I know. I can't think of his name, and... I don't know. I love these kinds of shows, but anyway, it's the second season. And now that I wrote down the instructions on my, you, you know, know how to use my, Netflix. I know how to use Netflix. <laughs> He's uh, such a grown up. Yeah. Such He's such a 12 year old because they can do it. Yeah. Well, uh, I always go to all my other streaming things by just talking into the microphone on. The, oh, yeah. Same here. Right. Yep. But for some reason, we have to 
press a few buttons for Netflix, and I just never bothered to learn but it. But wasn't I, it freeing? Well, to be I able mean, to do it all on your own, some only because I've been wanting to watch Outer Banks in like <laughs> September, so I could talk about it with uh, uh, two of my nieces that watch this show. Because the only people I know that watch this show are like young, younger people. I don't know anyone my age or even close to my age. That I tried watches one episode. Outer Banks. I tried one episode. Oh, so I just hard. couldn't do it. I don't know why I couldn't do it at all. Oh, had no horny desire. teenagers, the yeah, rich I, against the poor, the whole, I love that stuff. I love that storyline. Anyway, it was quite good. I'm glad. But I didn't get to finish it. I mean. Well, you have one episode left. You'll get it done. Yeah, I You'll know, but that done. was really how really lazy I felt this weekend after being bulldozer, ballerina. Oh, yeah. Ballerina, we need a new falling down. We need a new line. <laughs> Ballerina who didn't not, make the national dance right, team. <laughs> really not very good. Jeez Louise. All right, listen. Um, when we come back, it's time to Hollywood speak, and we're gonna Hollywood speak this. Um, those change.org peeps are at it again. So what are you trying to say? the meaning of this julia thirty thousand people and counting have signed a petition at change.org to keep late night talk show host and wannabe theater star james corden from appearing in the movie version of wicked oh he can't he can't did you know that was announced last week i know it cynthia and- revo is alphaba and no, or Ariana no. Grande's alphabet. No, Ariana Grande is and Cynthia Riva. No, is, Ariana Grande plays the popular one, Kristen Chenoweth's role, I believe. And Cynthia Riva. How old is Cynthia Riva? Like thirty-eight, something hmm. like that. Anyway, I think that was odd casting. I don't know why I think that. Oh, I because this is about well, high they school. Both can sing. Well, I know, but this is about high. I, I just think that's wow. Okay. Well, they might be redoing it. Anyway, right. they've signed on. You're getting way, way late. You're you're picking apart the casting. Well, I am picking apart the casting because it doesn't work for me. Well, here's the thing. They don't want James Corden to be in this movie. They're like, is in, he, is in he? the original, Joel Grey played yes. the Wizard of Oz. Yes. And um, yeah, they don't want him. So far, they, uh, you know... Because he's been in everything. I think it's a smart move. Keep him out of it. Oh yeah, yeah. He's been a he's been in a bunch of stinkers. Yes, he has. Movies, so. Into the woods. Cats. Terrible. The prom. I never did see that. No. Um, the emoji movie or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's man very... of maybe many towns, but maybe he's going to sit this one out and not be the Wizard of Oz. No. Staying is you need to stay in your lane for a little while, James. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. somehow, do you think Kristen Chenoweth and Adina Menzel will make some kind of yes, cameo? Yes, they will. Yeah, the Cynthia Revo, if she's the, I it's just a movie version of, I, of a Wicked, which is about high school where the two met before The Wizard of Oz. It's the prequel, The Wizard of Oz. That's Cynthia Revo's casting. Just feels twenty two year twenty years old for me. But then again, everyone plays a teenager, you know. We've heard it. We've seen it done before. Yeah, because Ariana Grande is like 26 and Cynthia Revo. Maybe she isn't that. Uh, maybe you can look up how old Cynthia Revo yeah. is. Maybe yeah. she's only 34, but we know she can sing. Well, so we know she can sing. She'd probably be yeah. a great alphabet. All right. Here's another one. Facebook bans this book. Oh, what is it? Uh, violating standards. And the book is by Karen Hinton. Who is that? 
She worked with uh, former Governor Andrew Cuomo and Mayor Bill de Blasio. She was their press secretary. And the book is called Penis Politics, a Memoir of Women, Men, and Power. Why did they? Hmm. Why are they banning it? Penis is in the title. Can you believe no. the nerve no. of Facebook? No, it's unbelievable. Because I was thinking <laughs> she's Hinton. I thought, well, she's related to Essie Hinton, who wrote The Outsiders yeah, and has no. a long. No, no, their no. family's been writing books forever. Well, that's silly. They that's just a silly, silly title. Everything's going so PC. I feel like you know, not not in that world though. That one kind of surprises me because vaginal diaries and vaginal monologues, and we've had this stuff out there. It's, it's called it, the vagina monologue. I know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, no, you know I what mean, I mean. Facebook seems, allows all this false stuff, things that aren't. That they, seems silly. Okay, they yep. allow all of that, but penis politics. Now all of a sudden, you got a problem with that. What word? Politics. <laughs> seems silly. Seems silly. So, yes. Uh, yeah, she told Page Six, yeah, they, they banned the ads for my upcoming book because of uh, the title, Facebook Should Be Ashamed. My book is about toxic power relationships in schools, the media, and politics. This book isn't about sex. Okay. I'm I'm totally switching gears because someone wants you to know where the outer banks are, Lori. Oh, not South Carolina? No, they're in North Carolina. North Carolina, well, fine. Thank you. North, south. Thank you, Kathy, for letting us know. North, south, east, west. Yeah. They're I, North Carolina. Yeah. This is silly about the penis. That's yeah, just silly. Yeah, it really is. Okay. That's silly and irrelevant. Um, uh, let's see. Here's another one. Princess Charlene has returned to Monaco okay. after six months in South Africa. Okay. When I saw this, and I was Albert went of you. to the Nice airport to meet her. And Just in case she kids. changed her mind. mind. <laughs> this woman's been missing with a sinus infection for six months from her small children mm-hmm. and the lovely small country of Monaco. Yeah. Six months she's been gone. Albert was there. The kids were there. And Did they have an amazing reunion? I saw this, Lori, and I was laughing so hard because I was thinking of, we've spent a lot of time on this story, Brian. All right. So yeah. it's good that they're reunited. <laughs> well, because there were so many shifting timelines yes. why she was gone. It was just, she's tried to, listen, we're not going to see her for a while. Albert has taken away the passport. I feel very bad. She's never going to get a chance to leave again. <laughs> we're not going to see her <laughs> for, for a, a long while. Time, no. It's being locked up in the safe in the Grimaldi She'll estate. She'll go to a hideaway property <laughs> to quote unquote recover. Yeah. Um, oh, geez. And Albert will have her guarded 24-7. Yeah. Welcome home, and, Charlene. Yeah, and Princess Charlene. So she never. She'll probably have to say goodbye to her South African passport forever, Julia. She'll oh, never find it. Anyway, that's nutty. She took a flight back, and she's home. I, I never believed all those surgery stories. It was, you did. It was an escape, but she was torn because her kids were well, in Monaco. Of course. And her kids are not that of old. Of course. What was the answer to my question we asked you earlier? Uh, she's thirty-four. Oh, Cynthia all right. Riva? Okay, all so right. there, there's not that big of an age difference. All right, you feel it. better about? Yes. Alpha, okay. Uh, Kardashians fear a meltdown, quote unquote, from Kanye as Kim's romance with Pete Davidson heats up. Well, he's dealing with his meltdown by uh, bringing out a girlfriend this weekend and making sure there are photos of him. Yes, he yeah. did. You know, that's exactly what he's doing. Yeah. All right. I don't know if he's, he's, I feel like Chris Jenner, hello, went directly to page six. 
on this on Saturday, not realizing how bad it was going to get for Travis Scott. Now she's just 100 percent on Travis Scott. I think she doesn't have time to plant any more stories about how we're intrigued and how charming or this or that. Now she's got to work on getting uh, Travis uh, Scott, even though I know he's not her management, but he's probably Kylie has said my mom is really good at a crisis. And she is. Yeah. And she is. And, and she would be a good one to go to. Yeah. Especially if she's in the family. R- right. You get a discounted rate. Yeah. Right. So Jeez. I don't know. I, I think they would like Kanye to have a meltdown uh, or yay, I guess. I don't know. Are we going to really go with yay or Kanye or are we just going to keep calling him Kanye? We're calling him Kanye. I'm yeah. not going to go with yay yeah. because I'll wonder why you? you're saying yay. Yeah. Yay what? <laughs> yay what? Yeah, who's on I mean, I, I do not want to have that or Puffy's new name, whatever that one is, yeah. too. I just. I do think Kanye, though, would be genuinely uh, jealous of oh, Pete Davidson. 100%. And happy that Kim is moving on. But, I mean, he changes his mind about stuff all the time. So she kind of knows that about him. He's wishy washy. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a if Kim, if Kim were listening today, I have a very interesting Sex Monday um, thing about what can happen in a couple's sex life when people have children, specifically with the woman losing her, you know, lust for her guy when it comes to having kids. Okay, if you're too much of a baby man. Women lose their boner for you. Because they're taking care of real children. That's right. Uh-huh. And, and we don't have time for this kid. other. Yeah, I don't have time for my fifth child. Yeah. Or whatever the situation be. Oh, I would believe that 100%. And I bet she, I like, I bet their sex life like dwindled out quite a while ago. Yeah, you I know? think you're right. And then she was like, what am I doing? Yeah. You know? She's young. Yeah, I think she really likes being a mom. I think she was disappointed probably in her law school stuff because she tried to take that test. She's tried twice. I think she's disappointed in her husband. Well, of course. You know, I'm that is really going who all she's disappointed that. in because she thought he was like somebody like I, th- I think she thought he was somebody completely different because he like a more of a stronger guy. Mm-hmm. And he kind of showed her her weakness when the minute she got pregnant, he left for Paris to design oh. a whole the clothing first line baby. with someone. He yeah. was gone for six months. Mm-hmm. We, you and I kept saying this can be a miracle if these two ever stay together. Right. And, and Donnie it, wrote it down. We had whatever it. we predicted, mm-hmm. it was. But we were like, there's no way you're going to stay married. No there's way. no woman. How do you, what? You're going to leave right. me while you go to Paris? Right. Jeez. No bueno. No bueno. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.